call with Austin. I think he said he's gonna do with YouTube. Yeah. Just on, he was just asking questions on family, stories with kids, stories, and, family reading. You know, um, <clears throat> and kind of what is it glorifying? That's one of the things that helps us flesh things out. Is is Harry Potter glorifying good or evil? Like at the end of the story. <clears throat> Do you find yourself drawn to the evil or do you find yourself drawn to the good? And, you know, it's, it is, it is interesting now listening to, cause I, I've only ever watched the movies, mm-hmm. listening to the stories. It's like, and trying to think like they were listening to it tonight while we we're making dinner and there's a werewolf. Hmm. I mean, what do you think? I mean, Which I obviously been. werewolves don't exist. Well, huh? I think yes, they, do. they do. They do? Oh, okay. okay. Have you ever heard of a lunatic? Someone afflicted by the moon? Moon demons, right? Yeah. Oh, that becomes a real wolf? <clears throat> well, I think that there are things like the scriptures talk about them. Uh, satyrs that haunt the wilderness. I mean, that's a half goat, half man. I think it's, I think it's demonic. That's Dang. my... Okay, so a werewolf could exist. Well, I mean, the, the modern conception of what we think of as a werewolf, a man changing into a wolf. A teen wolf. Uh, yeah, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, right. Did you top. see there's a documentary coming out about his life? I watched the trailer and almost cried. Really? Yeah, this can be great. But, or things like uh, like a vampire. You know, the, I think those are all demonic realities. Okay. Just those kinds of uh, werewolves, vampires, what else? Like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, modern day people are worried about UFOs. I think it's just demonic activity. <laughs> yeah. But. So yeah, well, maybe maybe I need to go back and correct myself with the kids, because the idea was that this guy would become a once a month or whatever he would become a wolf. Well, don't you remember what happened in Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah, he became a a beast of the field. A beast of the field. Yeah. I thought it was a cow because he's eating grass, but right. Well, yes, but a man takes on the characteristics a of a beast, right? But his nails grew, grew long like claws. Like talons. But that wouldn't be de- demonic. That was just God. No, but I'm saying that there's like precedent for this kind of when man gives himself over to demonic realities. Yeah. You're giving yourself over to the dragon, to the beast. Yeah. You know, the serpent is the wisest of the beasts of the field. And when you surrender yourself to him, you become like Cain. You know, you just bestial. And I guess in this guy's situation, he was bit by something. And... Yeah, that kind of stuff. That. That kind of storytelling, of course. Or if I'm a werewolf and I bite you, you become a, a lycanthrope. I mean, that's all kind of a, a twisted version, I think, of what the true story is. Yeah. But, but that comes to biting the intimacy of communion. <laughs> well, it does. No, sorry, no, I'm not laughing. I'm just going well, the story, I'm not the, explaining this to my kids. The story right shifts <laughs> over time. Where I, so I think back, back in the day when... So a way to commune with the demon is to fellowship with them. Hmm. And it's like Saul with the necromancer of Endor. They have a Passover meal together, and she raises the dead for him. Right. Right. So the idea of communion and sharing, and communion, eating eating food together, is a way of sharing life together. So how, And an image of that, of course, like a man and a woman is kissing. Right? A husband and a wife is the marriage bed. Um, the church... Between the church, the bride, and Jesus is communion, the bread and the wine. And so if uh, something evil bites you, it's sharing part of its life with you. Yeah. Right? So anyway, it just gets twisted. And now it's just storytelling. 
Right. But I think there's realities behind that all. Sure. Yeah, we should probably talk about it, even for myself. Well, we I, are. Well, oh, you, it's recording. Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we were, well that was, that's for our next episode, right? Or are we doing it right now? We might as well do it right now. Oh. I guess. It's okay. But I've got my notes open for another movie. Let's do this one. This okay. is good. All right. Well, Greg's this, got his this notes was you, open, Greg. too. This was your lead. Yeah, this this episode. Last week, if you were with us. That was Good Juju, Bad Juju. Yeah. This is Good Juju, Bad Juju, right. part two. Previously part two, two. on Stories for Glory, do. we talked about Good Juju, Bad Juju. D-E-U-X, part <laughs> two. <laughs> yep, and Magic in the World. They don't think I know a buttload about the gospel. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> like that? Like that. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right, here we go. Are we... Yeah. Okay, we're good now. Some oh, for some reason the microphone quit. But oh, there. Okay, we're good. All right. It's that yeah. sensitive. Well, every time you touched it, it gives me the dead space. So we're good now. You better watch, because I'll probably be saying something really spectacular and it won't oh. record it. Okay. Well, here I'll turn. <laughs> hold on. I'll turn the screen more okay. so you can see pop-ups with me. All right. And thanks to our patrons for supporting us financially so we can buy new recording equipment. Yeah, and the yep. studio's great. Mm-hmm. And the wood stove's going. And rent the movies that you request us to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. As for the person who, who turns to ghosts and to spiritists, or mediums and to <clears throat> spiritists to play the harlot after them, and, and other places and well... Throughout scripture, it condemns sorcery, uh, witchcraft. And it seems pretty clear that God is against that type of activity. Now, the, the last episode, we talked about magic in general, like in Tolkien or C.S. Lewis. And we excused that. Or a little bit of Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to... That's what I hope to cover tonight. Because that's explicitly, they're explicitly, or trying to explicitly practice witchcraft, um, sorcery, that type of dark magic, but as good people. And that was the question, is okay, we'll allow for C.S. Lewis or, you know, for whatever we set up last week, I don't remember. The whole world is magical. But what a... And God explicitly con- condemns... I'm looking at Leviticus. Leviticus what? 20. Um, explicitly condemns the person who turns to ghosts, mediums, or spiritists. Ghosts don't exist. Plays the harlot after them. He'll set his face against that person. And then yada yada, you read down a little bit more. If you curse your father and mother, you'll be put to death. You read a little bit more. If you commit adultery, he frowns on that too. You read a little bit more. If he lies with another man, if he lies with an animal, if he takes his sister. So in this list of heinous sins is what we could broadly call witchcraft or sorcery dealing with the spiritual realm and I guess 
the question that comes up is, why do we give Harry Potter a pass for practicing what appears to be dark arts, but for the good, where, let's say the story was different. <clears throat> let's say Harry Potter was our hero, our good guy, but he was... <laughs> copulating with his owl. <laughs> we call it buggery. And married to his sister and cheating with his neighbor's wife. We would say, he, he can't do that. Those are explicitly condemned in Scripture. You know, we can't call him a good guy if he's doing that. And yet, here all these good guys are practicing witchcraft, casting spells, mutterings, making those mutterings um, and using what appears to be what's always been attributed to evil, dark powers, forces with their wands and, you know, to fly on a broom, etc., etc. So that that became becomes the question is why... Okay, you got you to cut out the flying on the broom thing. That's... <laughs> That doesn't count. Because someday we might have brooms that fly. And yeah. It's not witchcraft. Well, well, it's magic, but... Yeah. I mean, by magic, we do fly today. I mean, hundreds of people at a time in this in a multi-ton. Tube. Yeah. Right. But that you can attribute to... Um, technology. Science is science. magic. Technology. Yeah. yeah. Which is magic. Magic behind magic with electricity. magic behind technology. But when you hop on a broom and it's powered strictly by supernatural... Why isn't electricity supernatural? <clears throat> you just can see it. Well, I can't. Because see it. it's not attributed to calling on a demon. You don't. You don't call on a Harry Potter getting on his broom is not calling on a demon either. <laughs> you don't call on a, a dark force. You reach and flip a switch on the wall. Right, so he hops on a broom and catches a snitch. There's no demons involved. Right, and that's where it gets confusing. What's oh. generally been attributed to? They can only do that using mediums or spiritists but what, the broom in harry potter was leviticus 20 chokes out at times 20 it's clearly mechanical what's that it like chokes out at times the broom it's, it sputters it yes it's the nimbus and he does you know but it, it it's portrayed as more than just yeah a machine right and that's what that's what's confusing about harry potter is it it tends to blur those those lines I mean, Leviticus twenty twenty seven, a man or woman who's a medium or a spiritist is somebody who's actively trying to, to speak to the dead or to demons. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't see that at all, like with Gandalf. That's not what he does. That's not what Harry does, mm-hmm. right? It's more, uh, I mean, when the law says you shall not, uh, you know, when you go into the land of Canaan, you'll not pursue their abominations. The Canaanites do not pass your children to the fire. You know, don't sacrifice your kids to the pagan gods. And it says, don't be a witch, a witch, or practice witchcraft or sorcery. And it's, I mean, you think about um, witchcraft. I, if I remember right, it's the same word. Now you're gonna get, like get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you remember when Joseph said he has his silver cup, and he tells. The servant tells the brothers that you took the diviner's cup. Mm-hmm. That word diviner, the cup of divination, that Hebrew word is the same, I think, 
I should probably double check. It's the same that's used for witchcraft. Uh -huh. And so even in that, when you, which I think Joseph's servant was uh, using deception. I don't think, of course, Joseph was a practicing spiritist. But the, the medium of Egypt, who would seek out counsel for Pharaoh, would seek on behalf of the gods and uh, look to the dead. Like, that's an active spiritist. That's a necromancer. Mm -hmm. Right, trying to conjure up forces and powers, legitimate ones. Mm -hmm. that, that could are, do things. Yeah, and the, that can actually do things, right. And the sorcerer is the, like an astrologist. So somebody who, the ancient sorcerer is an ancient astrologist who can predict the future by the stars. Like that kind of a guy. We have it today in like, uh, what's that thing called in the, that used to be in the newspapers? Um you're, you're like a, you ask so, so and so. Or no, not the column, but your astrology column. Oh. Where you, like, I'm an Aquarius. Yeah, what, yeah. What does Zodiac it say? Drunk. A Zodiac yeah, type Zodiac. thing? There we go. Uh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> even that, it's not like. So, when the Bible says a sorcerer, you shall not practice sorcery, it's not talking about Gandalf throwing a fireball. That's not at all what's in the purview of Scripture when it talks about witchcraft or sorcery. Witchcraft is divination through spirits, through the dead, or through demons. And sorcery is trying to predict the future and manipulate it through understanding the stars. <clears throat> Which, remember, and also in the scriptures, stars are heavenly creatures. Right, so that's, that's still more astral, spiritist type stuff, where you're, you're using uh, the supernatural world or the spirit realm as the means uh, to control the material realm, and God says, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't. Do, you look to me for all of these things." Mm -hmm. But that's not what's happening in Harry Potter. I mean, no, that's true. In my mind, Harry, like I, Harry Potter, so um, was, if I remember right, they have a map, right? A, se a map. They say a secret word over it, and it shows them where people are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have that on my phone. It's called Find My Friends. Right, I've seen you right? look up. We texted Greg one time when he was crossing yeah. Mackinac Island. That's right. The bridge. And I said, how's the fudge? Or where's the ice cream, right? Yeah, yeah. I have the same thing. Mine's powered by a battery. Like, what's the difference? Well, I think the difference is... Harry and, Harry's... and I, we are not calling on demons to do this. Right. But all of Harry's stuff was comes out of its uh, offspring of... A whole history of calling on demons for that stuff. Well, that's where I think oh, over time the name is stuck. Like, what's a witch? Somebody who can cast spells. But is that what the Bible says about witches? No. A witch is somebody who communicates with demons, like the oracles at Delphi or the witch at Endor. Yeah, no, right? I would think that's, and that maybe it would lead to a deeper study in the history of witchcraft and and sorcery and how it ties into scripture and wizards. Right. Like Isaiah 47, 9, in spite of your many sorceries, in spite of the great might of your spells. Ooh, so they were, they were they were doing something. Well, sure. And uh, Glenn Sunshine on the podcast, he had talked before, going over words like enchantment. Um, actually, I mean, the root there is chanting. That was really good. But... Uh, just the idea of spell casting, enchantment, changing things, using your words. Um, Would it be like a Balak and Balaam? How Balak wanted this 
this prophet, we could probably call him a sorcerer or a wizard, to put curses on the mm-hmm. nation of Israel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because curses actually have power. Yeah. I mean, words, words have power. Words are powerful. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me is like the greatest lie in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that and follow your heart. <laughs> right? But words do have power. So there is a, I think you're right, Greg, there's a reality to that. Yeah. And the, the ties, the history behind witchcraft, sorcery. And then you see it in Harry Potter. Where that's their operating system. Um, it's there's no electrical power tied to their wands. There's no circuitry. There, I mean, yes, I, I get what you're saying. You know, we have all that. We have the, all that in the form of technology today. And it's not like I can understand it either way. Well, sure. I don't know how my phone works. But like the I don't even understand the internet. <laughs> the spells and the magic in Harry Potter again is offspring of sorcery, witchcraft, tied to calling on evil spirits to manipulate things. Yes, they don't explicitly do it in the book, and I think that's where I end up. But let's say, okay, there's that list of things that God condemns in Leviticus 20. Let's say, yes, but Harry loves his sister. So it's different because, well, no, the... Pagan Egyptian magicians probably love their wives, too. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, incest is forbidden. But what if our hero is in Harry Potter? What if he was married, oh. married to his sister? Because we excuse the spell casting and the witchcraft in there because it's, well, you know. It, it seems like a lot of sense? the, yeah, and it seems like a lot of the, because it's, it, I think about things, and again, we're going to go back to the technology part, but it seems like a lot of the, like just even just having listened to the last the first two books, most of the main part of the story is it'd be like, "Hey Alexa, hey Siri." Oh right. Which is things that exist now. Alexa, it doesn't seem like order me a bag of Cheetos. The evil spirits, they're just saying words. I <clears throat> again, mm-hmm. it's it's to some extent it's the world that we're starting to live in. I mean, with artificial intelligence, with well, it's the world has always existed. The world is sustained by the spoken word of Jesus Christ, Hebrews one. Right? Yeah. So would go ahead. No, yeah, I keep going. No, I'm just. We call it technology. Like, so I made the d- connection between Harry's wand and a, my gun, my pistol. Mm-hmm. Like, what's mm-hmm. the difference? Or think of a, a or a taser. So you carry around this little you carry around this little gun in your pocket that stores lightning in it, <laughs> and at your will you can extend that lightning to another person. Like that's mm-hmm. how right. is that? Just change the word. It's not a taser. It's not a stun gun. It's a lightning wand. Like what? Well, so that... would it be okay if in in Harry Potter if there was a listening product somewhere on the side and said, "Hey Alexa, drop the." club on the troll's head and it did it like that's that's the stuff that for for myself just thinking about it we're kind of entering into a this yes jesus upheld the universe through the word of his power for forever but we're starting to see it in technology now where you literally can tell something to turn off your lights as you're laying in your bed it just shuts the lights off or 
Or your trash door. Mm-hmm. That's or, what it, the magic, that seems like a lot of the magic in Harry Potter is, that's the type of magic that it is. Until you get into the, the, the deep magic, which is good versus evil. I mean, at I mean, the end of the day, it's evil and good that are fighting each other. And it's overcome with death and resurrection. The problem's not the wand, it's your heart. Mm. I think the difference between like your gun or the things that you're talking about is if you take away the technology that's present in those things, yeah, then they don't work. You take away Harry's wand, it doesn't work. No. The wand, <laughs> the wand is the wand is only effective because of the assumed magic invested well, in it. The wand is technology, Harry, right? Because well, even when they go to the Orient Ron has a broken wand. And it doesn't work right. But we even right. when they go to the wand shop, right? This one is made with the wing or the feather of a it's phoenix. A phoenix, right? Yeah. So they have technology built into their wands too. This wand was made this way, and it can do these things. When it and doesn't, when it and when it's broken and duct taped together, all of a sudden, when you try and use it, it backfires. It backfires. You start barking up slugs. The like. lightning bolt hits you instead of the enemy. So that's so. As much as there's still a technol technology aspect to the magic that's happening throughout and again not not when Harry and Voldemort are coming together there's it's I mean obviously the wand is still there but I think it's trying to get at something deeper um, but anyway you mean the chosen one child the, chosen the young one. boy will crush the head of the serpent headed man right yeah right. that guy with the no, no nose and nostrils that's right yeah yeah, so with a kind of thinking, so with Harry Potter magic system, would, like, where's a, and if a Christian has conscience issues with that, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, right. I don't want to ch- like belittle anybody if they have a, a conscience issue and they don't want to watch it or read it. That's fine. There's plenty of other stuff. But where, a question I would have would be, where's the line then? You know, so um, could you watch a Marvel superhero movie? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good. Like even just Captain America, <clears throat> you know, he goes from a little guy like me to looking like a big dude like Doc, mm-hmm. because he has magic injected into him. Right. Or Thor. Yeah. Right. We call it technology, but really, I mean, even in a comic book world, or yeah, and there's yeah, demigods. There's and, Thor, yeah. and like, do you not? Can you not sit and enjoy one? You know, or or is that off right. limits too? Or I mentioned Star Wars. You know, so you have lightsabers, laser guns, and the force is all that's magic. You know, it's just, was it, I forget who pointed it out, but Star Wars is the blending of the, uh, of the knight and the wizard. You put those two together and you get a Jedi. Yeah. I thought, yeah, that's pretty astute. Hmm. I forget who said that. So, you know, where do, where do you, any imaginative storytelling, do you have to just leave it off? Mm -hmm. You know? And if your line is Harry Potter, then the Lord bless you and keep you. Yeah. Right. But and I, I, in Greg's defense, there are times when some of the language in the Harry Potter stuff is hard for, like, it's just hard for me to stomach, like witchcraft. Right. I, I don't. I don't know. For it just doesn't set right when you're thinking about some of these things. Mm-hmm. So that that's where it's it's made it difficult because there are what we're talking about now. But then the language at times has been, ah, you're, you're talking about witchcraft in a positive right. light, which... And I guess that's 
that's my main point is something explicitly forbidden in scripture mm. and yes you could you could say well scripture's actual definition of witchcraft is totally different than what we think well i was just pointing out the time difference it means it's an anachronism mm. to say that the witch hermione in harry potter is uh, the definition of witchcraft from leviticus 20 like no that's not true right right yeah right that's yeah, I think there's, just having listened to them, there's a, and watched the movies, but there is a significant difference between what you're probably reading in the scriptures. It's not necromancers. It's not the calling on the dead. Most of it literally is just stupid, you know, spells. to like party popper tricks. Drop, drop, you know, whatever the spell is, the drop, the, drop whatever's in your hand. And it drops the hand and it hits the troll. It's like, that's pretty harmless. Except to the troll. <laughs> oh, and there's trolls. I mean, come on. Like, yeah, you when you're, you know, maybe a difference, you know, like, well, of course, you can watch Star Wars because that takes place on Tatooine, and Tatooine isn't real, it's all made up. Middle Earth is all made up, but Harry Potter takes place in this world, right? It's a blurring of blurring of the, the fantastical realm and reality. Mm-hmm. So, maybe there you can make a case like, well, maybe Harry Potter should have taken place in its own universe, yeah, like Middle Earth or. Like Star Wars. But, I don't know. What do you think? But then you still have problems like Marvel. Yeah. No, I had thought that too. Because like Superman. Yeah, has, like Superman? Has abilities that uh, are not normal. Like x-ray yeah. vision? Or if you write a story. If you just wrote a story about about <laughs> a, a boy. If Harry Potter could fly. If he had Superman's abilities. Then... Then... We would give that a pass. Because he doesn't have to say a spell to do it. And, yes. and because it's not wizard, wizardry and yes. witchcraft. So you can watch Superman, but not Shazam. <laughs> well, Shazam has to say a spell. Are you yeah. talking about Shaquille O'Neal Shazam? No. Oh, okay. No, the new one. There's a new one. Oh. That was, wasn't that Kazam, or was that Shazam? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Sorry, like, I was thinking about Shaq. Whatever that one was. Or even like one of... I mean, we thought it was entertaining, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You've got all these different aliens that have different powers and can do different things. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, is That's storytelling. It's imaginative. You're giving abilities to humaniform creatures. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, where where's the line of joyful storytelling mm-hmm. and uh, off-limits storytelling when it, yeah. in that regard? And I think part of it goes back to what you mentioned talking to your kids about with Harry Potter. What is Harry Potter celebrating? Right. You know, so is it is it clear that Harry Potter's the good guy and why? Mm-hmm. And that Voldemort is the bad guy and why? Right. And are we going to agree with everything in the Harry Potter books? Well, of course not. I don't agree with everything in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know, so... And it's crazy when you talk to them about the things that they like about the book. It's not... The magic. It's the friendships. It's just it's fun. The, it's like they love Ron and Harry because they're dedicated, loyal friends. Yeah. They, okay. I, I mean, it keeps getting asked, like, who's your favorite character, Dad? It's like, well, I kind of like Hagrid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you got the beard. Yeah, he's the beard. He's just a big, jolly giant. Yeah. Um, and he's loyal, too. But all the reasonings for why they like the characters is not because they do these things, but it's because of mm-hmm. the admirable... Yeah characteristics and qualities 
But, yeah. yeah. It's, I think those are good talking points. It's also good. I mean, it is good talking points. We were talking about this with, I'm not going to name drop now. I think I might have when we were recording, but on things like horror film, I mean, there is a demonic presence in reality that we, I think the church has discredited for a really long time. Or a certain portion of the church. Certain portions of the church, right. Um, That the kids are, are, we're, we're helping them understand these things. Right. But I don't know that they're the same in Harry Potter as they are in other parts of culture or where it's more prevalent or just obvious. Right. Was, or, um, do, you have, do you have something you, you wanted to jump in? Because I have another tangent point that I'd like to ask your opinion on. <laughs> well, <laughs> that Caleb just made me think of. You better ask it. Well, no, not <laughs> if you had any thought on this. Uh, not specifically, but I'm going to go back. Okay. Uh, the... Caleb just brought up the very good point, and I, I got that. Oh, thanks. Um, that, that there is a, you know, a dark spiritual reality, principalities and powers, there are demons. Um, all those things are true and real, and we have to know how to deal with them. And so I was thinking of Luther, you know, so the story goes, right? Luther, and if anybody's going to be tempted and assaulted by the, the devil. Like, the devil's not going to bother with you and me. We're, just, we're small fish. Mm-hmm. Luther wasn't. He was big fish, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, the story goes, of course, that he's being tempted and assaulted by the devil. And you guys know the story. He's up in his room working on the translation of the Bible into German, leading the Reformation. People are out to get him. His life's on the line. And uh, he's being assaulted by the devil mentally, spiritually, and he yells out at the devil, uh, I am Christ, I've been baptized. And the temptations and the assaults leave. Hmm. Magic? Or is that a spell? And then he throws inkwell. He also, th- yeah. You see? Also technology. He did. <laughs> yeah, no, he threw his inkwell. And you can go to the castle in Wittenberg. Is it Orberg? Ah, where was it? But you can still see the ink on the wall hmm. right through it. Wow. And so, no, I mean, is there, in the name of the triune God, I mean, we just sang the Lorica, St. Patrick's Breastplate, on Sunday. I mean, uh, St. Patrick walking in to Ireland, facing the Druids and those who commit human sacrifice. And, he's, and these guys, they all want to manipulate dryads and naiads and the sun and the moon and harness the power of creation to accomplish their will. And St. Patrick says, I bind to myself all of those things. I'm Christ. Christ is mine. Right? The sun mm-hmm. is mine. The moon is mine. The rivers are mine. And you Druids have no power over me. Mm-hmm. And, well, that, that's a wizard battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Luther was in yes. a wizard battle. Right? right? And so how do we recognize that kind of stuff? The reality of spiritual forces. And since spiritual forces exist, what's our recourse to them? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we deal with that? Well, we deal with it according to the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, he made me think of it. I got it out there. Do that what you will. Oh. Well, I think you, the story of St. Patrick and the Druids, and if you sing the song, I mean, it's a wizard's fire, uh, what, choking poison. Yeah. The, Whatever. He binds to himself yes. the, the permanent, the enduring rocks and the raging seas. Yes. And the lightning bolts. Right. Yes. 
what the picture painted in the song is there's real what we would call witchcraft or sorcery that he's mm-hmm. battling against, which goes back to legitimize, well, there's something real behind witchcraft and sorcery yeah. that supposedly Harry Potter and his friends are learning at Hogwarts. I mean, there's real juju going on. Yeah, and so I was pointing, so St. Patrick and Martin had good juju. Yes. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't want to jump there yet. Oh. It is. And that's why... I don't know where you're jumping. I'm kind that's of why, <laughs> That's why sorcery, witchcraft, necromancy, medium, spiritists are all condemned because they're praying to the wrong God. They're appealing to the wrong God to alter things, to make things happen, where, yes, Luther, St. Patrick are doing the correct thing and praying to the right God. Yeah. And relying on his, you know, not manipulating God to do you know, this, that, or the other thing, the way people would do <clears throat> with witchcraft, you know. But that, that to me, reestablishes the whole point. If there's legitimacy behind witchcraft and sorcery, and it's condemned outright in Scripture, at the head of a list of other things that we would hate Harry Potter if he was practicing. Right. How, how come we give a pass to witchcraft and sorcery just because yeah. they're good guys doing it? That's kind of the question. I think, like, so how witchcraft and sorcery has changed over time, I think is important to take note of. Like Caleb said, like, the spells are just childish, and it's more of a mockery, perhaps, of legitimate witchcraft and sorcery. But so, like, a brother sleeping with his sister, that has not changed over time. You know what I mean? Or buggery. Buggery still buggery. Uh, but the, the witchcraft, the divination, the sorcery and the astrology, that kind of stuff, that's changed. It's the same word, witchcraft, that's being used in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, but the practice of what you see in Harry Potter is not the same thing. By a large... The Death Eaters definitely use what the Druids would have used against St. Patrick. Hmm. I mean, they're, they're out to kill yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, you have you read uh, James Jordan's article on why Christians can celebrate Halloween? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, if I did, it's been so long that. But I, he makes he makes the case that because Christ has conquered the devil and has crushed the dragon's head, and you know, Peter says that the devil's looking to devour. All you have to do is resist him. You're like yeah. he's not as powerful as you think. Uh, and because of the spiritual forces, principalities, and powers being placed under the feet of Jesus, you know, uh, sure there are still pagan idols in the world, but you like look around, you know, like these demons have been put down by and large. You know, we worship Thor or Odin, you know, or uh, just uh, Ray, Sun God, or you know, just people don't do that anymore. These demons have been defeated, and so James Jordan makes the argument that Christians dressing up on Halloween and going around and getting candy, whatever its pagan heritage or Christian heritage is, you're making a mockery of demonic forces. And children are the ones doing it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he, he says there's, an, and he makes an argument that there's nothing more shameful to a demon than being mocked by a child, <laughs> which is why all through the Bible, the devil always seeks to devour children. Huh. And out of the mouth of babes, you've ordained strength to overcome your enemies, Psalms 8, Psalm 8. And so... James Jordan says, dress your kids up, laugh in the devil's face, collect candy, celebrate. They mm-hmm. have nothing to fear. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And, that, and someone made a connection. That's why gargoyles are placed on churches in the medieval world. Because now mm-hmm. we, we've conquered them. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And, and I don't know what... I mean, is, is can we see something like Harry Potter as a childish rendition, a mockery of true, quote-unquote, true witchcraft and sorcery? I don't know. I'm just... That's where I was going to go. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's good. Where Second I, witness. That's, that's where, where I, you were going to jump? That's where I ended up in my quandary over this. Was a similar idea. Well, who beats Voldemort, right? Harry Potter is... Uh, a kid. Yeah. Is... Right. Yeah, the dragon's head hung on the city gate. You no longer have mm-hmm. power here. And it's, uh, like you guys have said, a lot of the... A lot of the witchcraft or wizardry for the good guys is tied to humor and lightheartedness. Um, but I think the, the, and you guys have already touched on it. The other thing I saw was the witchcraft and sorcery, which is condemned in scripture, is specifically tied to appealing to dark spirits. Uh, and in a way, all that's sucked out of Harry Potter and his friends. I right. mean, the, the gimmicks are still there, mm-hmm. but there's never an appeal to, and, and in that way, it is a, a gargoyle head hanging on the church. Mm. It's like, yeah. we've got this too. We took this away. Yeah, it's ours now. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, oh, you can't have a Christmas tree in your house. Watch me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, the pagans used to dress up their trees and worship them in the winter. It's like, and now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we worship the one who hung on a tree. Yeah. You know, it's ours. Yeah. I, I remember the one of the churches I was at, a homeschool family, maybe I've already shared this story, but uh, the dad was against drums because drums were used in pagan rituals to summon demons. So Christians should have nothing to do with drums. And where we would say is just reformed, post-millennial, optimistic guys, let's take their drum and praise Jesus with it. Right. You know, like let's use their tool that they use to worship the demons and use it to worship the true God. Yeah. It's It's a gift. Now let's use it. So, like that mm-hmm. kind of a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've conquered. Yeah. Because the the Christian themes in the in the series are pretty thick. Right. I mean, Harry, right. in the end, gives up his own life and is yeah, so resurrected. The right. good guy sacrifices to win. Yeah. Right. When the bad guy wants to kill to win. Right. And there's a... It's super clear, good versus evil. Yes. And the evil ones do practice dark magic mm-hmm. and ultimately they're defeated so yeah that's that's what i saw too is the witchcraft that's condemned is specifically tied it's th- that list there is a list of perversions of normally good things you know yeah that are yes, twisted call for help look for help beyond yourself mm-hmm. but don't look over there look to god no look to Baal. Yeah. yes look look to Fulfill those desires, but don't look to an animal, or yeah. your sister, or your neighbor's wife. Don't pervert <clears throat> the direction you're supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. The that family I mentioned, mm. it was a household rule for them. The only thing they could read was history in the Bible, no fiction allowed. Mm. <laughs> and to me, and again, I don't want to belittle anyone's conscience, but I mean, I'd say it to the dad's face if he was here. Why are you so afraid? Hmm. Like, what, what are you afraid of? And uh, I, I didn't confront him at, at that time because I was younger and 
more timid, but <laughs> but now like well, what are you afraid of? Yeah. You know? Like we've talked about with movies. No, you're the Christian, you're the one in control. Yeah. You can press stop. You can pause. You can talk about it. The story has no power over you yep. unless you let it. Right? You're yep. the one in you got the remote control. <laughs> and if you know that you don't have the capacity, that's why I mean, don't, I don't watch wanna, it. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. want to belittle right mm-hmm. uh, someone's convictions in that way. Like I don't think I could handle some of the movies you guys talked about. Yep. Well, okay. You don't. We're not saying you have to. Right. Yeah. I don't. Know. Not every Christian has to watch a quiet or a high, quiet place. Right. The monster a movie. Quiet mm-hmm. place, or yeah, yeah, like there's it, a lot of things. Or signs, you know, like mm-hmm. no, you don't. We never said you did. Right. <laughs> so, and some of that is people learning uh, how to live in more liberty than their convictions allow. Um, like with the alcohol, you know, with certain church traditions, alcohol is is not allowed. So some people, it would violate their conscience to do that. And the right. same with like watching witchcraft or in a story or a movie. But to be able to grapple with it and come to an understanding, oh, alcohol is okay. Oh, watching this movie right. with witchcraft is okay for these reasons. Then they can go forth with a free conscience in liberty and enjoy that. Yeah. Which we were going to discuss parameters for stories. Well, then what kind of stories can you tell? Or what kind of stories can't you tell? Well, that's like that family. You can only read the Bible and history because history is what God has told. Right? Yeah. So yeah. there's no, no wishy-washy, here's the guardrails, the Bible and history books. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because they were timid and afraid of well, how far do we take this? Yeah. So. And then yeah. to be able to still acknowledge the boundaries and the guidelines that Scripture does lay out. I mean, because then you get get back to, well, okay, so we can watch Game of Thrones with a clean conscience? Because I'm not bound by... It's like, nah, I couldn't. Right, what are they trying to... What is, what's being glorified? Like, what yeah. is... Yeah. I think that's a really good question to ask. If you're reading a review on a movie or a series or whatever, it's just what is the the glory of the story? And I don't know much about Game Game of Thrones, but just a bunch of murder and sex. Yeah, right. And so from what I've read, right, (laughs) I've really never seen it. Everyone always gives that disclaimer. I've not seen it either. Right, and I would say the same thing about even about like Harry Potter is it's not glorifying wizardry. It's not that is not. If you just had a bunch, if if you dropped out all of the redemptive qualities of those relationships, those friendships, the characters, no one would care about this. It would be a really stupid book. There is butterbeer. Okay, well, my and isn't that what it's called? Isn't it called butterbeer? Butter, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just saying, I mean, that's what that's what I think. There's even the kids are drawn to it. Is not at least my kids so far. It's (coughs) the magic. It's <clears throat> well. Would it be would it be as interesting a story if he had a taser instead of a wand, and they all had? Self, It'd be awesome. <laughs> if they looked on their cell phone to see where their friends were. No, yeah, well, it'd right. kind of be. A, well, yeah, it'd be kind of cheesy that way. It but, would be kind of cool if he tased tased Draco. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of. Neat. Well, I mean, so earlier in American literature, you get the Hardy Boys. You read in Hardy Boys, young teenage boys don't do that. They don't ride around on motorcycles solving crimes and hunting murderers and or like Nancy Drew. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're taking these stories for kids and you're just changing the costumes. 
mm-hmm. you know, in my mind. Mm-hmm. So, so the Hardy Boys rode around on a motorcycle, which is a magical machine that combusts fuel. It runs on fire. It's a machine that run. <laughs> it runs on fire, and we don't call it magic. Right. Like, I'm going like to go 80 miles an hour riding on flames. Right. Literally. That's what they do. And we're like, oh, yeah, but that has steel. And <laughs> Harry's broom's made out of wood. Like, uh, you know, they're just changing the set. They're just changing the costume. You're just changing the technology. Yeah. At least with Harry Potter. I mean, it's not... I mean, there are stories where witchcraft and sorcery is promulgated. And, yeah, we'll avoid that kind of stuff. But Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm not saying every story with witchcraft in it today is fine. And even even in Harry Potter, there's still things that you're gonna have to filter. Yeah, talk there's to your kids st- about. There's still things like like Death Eaters, like oh, what's the the guys that protect As Azkaban? Oh yeah, uh, Michael Scott. Uh, what what are those called? Shoot, didn't you just say the Death Eaters? No, no. they're the. Um, oh man, yeah, they're, they're like suck your souls out. Right? Yes, uh, soul suckers. No, that's uh, Bethel Church in Reading. No, what was, what was my, Michael Scott? Remember, uh, he was the uh, oh, yeah, in Deathly he, Hollows, he, right? He referenced it. Someone's gonna oh. tell him. Hmm, Send yeah, us a text. What were those things in here? What does it really matter? We don't know what you're talking no, about. But just say, I mean, there's there's things that you have to definitely work through. I mean, if you just listen to it and don't think about some or don't discuss some of it. And it's easier in the the earlier books because it's just not there as prevalent. As they go on, they get heavier, more mature. More mature. Yeah, yeah, and just like watching a movie. Yeah. Pause it. Talk. Ask a question. Ask your kids questions. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Just okay. Stop talk. Stop reading. Ask them questions about what's happening. You know, teach them. So. Yeah, but because it's so explicitly witchcraft, did we? Did we all come to an agreement on that? Dementors. 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 Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Did you look it up? Prison. Or no, just, just pop in your head? Pr- prison like. <laughs> well, I don't know if there is. I mean, the three of us probably have agreement on it, but that doesn't mean we want to set the rule for other Christians. Yeah. Well, right, but I think it's. I think it's. I think you're too easily skipping to comparing Hardy Boy's motorbike to Harry Potter's broom. Where underlying all of the things in Harry Potter was the assumed idea that witchcraft is powered by evil spirits. Well, and, and, well uh, there are faithful astrologers in the Bible who study the stars and come worship the king. Mm-hmm. They use their sorcery and they come from the east and they do it in faith. Do it for good, yeah. Hmm. So there. How does that ride that broom? How does that? Well, what's your point? It's some sorcery is good. So God's speaking out of both sides of His mouth when He condemns no. it. But... Well, we have to reckon with the I, the reality that the Magi were led to Jesus Christ by the stars. Hmm. Yeah, and I think even outside of Scripture, there's a lot of proof that. Babylon knew the stars and how they yeah. how they work and this, that, and the other thing. It, well, I think it's... I guess maybe my point is well, just not all power is bad power. You know, like Martin Luther, I'm baptized. Yes. That's good power. Right. 
you know, so there's, there's just to have like a blanket statement. Uh, if anybody has a form of spiritual power, which sorcerer? No, it's like, well, <laughs> there's, there's, and it's not just in my mind that, um, the only power comes from the Holy Spirit because there's m more power at work than just the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there's Gabriel. There's whatever the star was that led the Magi. Daniel sees Michael, who was at war with the, with the prince of Persia when Daniel prayed. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of forces at work that we aren't always aware of. Mm -hmm. And, some, and I, you guys probably heard stories of just missionaries doing oh, yeah. miraculous things. Um, you know, there's always like the classic example of the mom who gets in a car wreck and lifts up her car to save her baby you're like hmm. mm -hmm. you're like my wife could barely pick me up and mm -hmm. yeah, i mean how do you do stuff like that mm -hmm. it's good it's good magic it's good mm -hmm. power mm -hmm. and i don't want to just uh yeah i wouldn't want to label well everything that harry does because he has the label of wizard is bad you know like eh, the world just doesn't work that way mm-hmm yeah but I think, uh, yeah, that's that's where I ended up. Was the wizardry and witchcraft you see in Harry Potter is divorced and separated from what Scripture's talking about? Don't draw your strength or power from evil spirits, mm -hmm. from God's enemies. Yeah, and then so, Harry Potter—they're not using any spirits, really. Yes, well, I mean they have the their spirit animal. That's kind of weird. Yeah. What is that Owls, thing called? Owls, rats. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Patronum? Pat Patronus. Patronus? Yeah. And Harry's was a... Expectum or whatever. Yeah. A stag or a heart or something? Oh, right. Yeah. But it was his, his dad's <coughs> was too. Isn't that right? I don't remember. I don't remember. But, yeah. So, so how would that... The, I mean, how would it... Diff how would... <clears throat> and maybe we talked about this a little bit, but... Taking it into like Narnia, you know, transitioning from Harry Potter, there's plenty of magic, sorcery, good and bad. Talking animals. In Narnia, <laughs> that there's what we call magic, but I was thinking, I don't know if any of the, if any of the, the, he, all the magic you see in Narnia flows from Aslan directly. I guess it depends what you define as magic. You know, Lucy has her cordial. Yes. That's healing. Even people who are on death's door, they take a drop of it. Yes. And it heals them. That's that's magic, right? Didn't that come from Aslan? Didn't no, it came from Father it? Christmas. Oh, like, Father. Oh, my goodness. See? Because he gave them all a gift except for Edmund, because okay. Edmund was with the witch queen. The and who is Father Christmas supposed to be in there? Father Christmas, the gift giver. <laughs> He's red, he's got a big beard. He's <laughs> Remember, it's always winter and never Christmas. Yeah. But now it is. <laughs> Aslan's coming. It's Christmas. Right. Remember, so Aslan's crossing the sea. He's yes. on his way. Christmas yes. is here. But it's not like some type of God figure. No, Christ you figure. celebrate Christmas is coming. Jesus is on his way. Incarnation. But, well, two. obviously a lion and two crossing Christ the sea. figures in the same story. Hmm. Aslan and Father Christmas. But anyhow, well, aside from her cordial, 
Do the main characters exercise any magic of their own? I don't know. Usually... Peter knowing how to fight after being a schoolboy is kind of magical. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if you'd really take take out King Miraz. I don't know. <laughs> I know in his, like... Uh... <laughs> You're, like, 14, and he's a warrior king. Yeah. That's questionable. <laughs> in the hideous strength, I mean, they actually have Merlin. Uh-huh. That they dig up There's out of the a ground. wizard. Yeah. So, right there, but... I'm not there yet. You just spoiled that... it for me. Well, and, <laughs> and just the space travel that takes place in the Ransom trilogy... But that goes into where where should boundaries or how to what is good what how can we write stories? Yeah, is anything possible when you write stories? Well, my I, son just wrote a story about a fire breathing ladybug, and I said, "Do it. <laughs> Tell that story." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be magical. Uh-huh. That's a magical creature right there. Yeah. Yeah. What are the are there limits on it and a part of it is wisdom. You know, you want to be consistent with the world that God has made. And part of it that we just keep coming back to is what's being celebrated. Mm-hmm. You know, so can can you tell a story with a like Narnia and teach really good things? Yes. You know, so or or Redwall. It's just talking talking critters. Or uh, the Green Ember books. You know, what I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. That's quite fantastical, mm-hmm. like rabbits with bows and arrows. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, is that is that out of bounds? And if so, why? Right. And I yeah, just I want to say it's in bounds. The just whole tell it. Yeah, the whole garden of storytelling is we're free to eat from any tree in the garden of storytelling. It's amazing how many stories have been told in the world and there's still new ones coming. Like what a gift from the author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I want to reiterate, Harry Potter's okay because the witchcraft in <clears throat> Harry Potter is divorced and separated from what's condemned in the Bible, appealing to evil spirits. I would think so. The good magic. Because I think there is dark magic in there. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've got a mm-hmm. sorcerer's stone. You've got a guy literally living mm-hmm. off of another human being. Vampire. Back of his mm-hmm. head. Yeah, like, there's dark magic in there. Mm-hmm. But whenever the good magic is referenced, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and when you, when you accept that, when you accept, okay, just because it uses the word witchcraft or wizard mm-hmm. or spell doesn't automatically make it bad so we can read it now once you get past that it's really a, a good story mm-hmm. good versus evil and sacrifice and love and loyalty yeah. yeah narnia and lord of the rings are still far better but they came from a different cultural conscience too <clears throat> yeah they just even our kids have recognized that i think even Ames said that or what sorry one of my kids said one of the boys just like he liked it he's like ah, i like lord of the rings better yeah like, good right i like Narnia better but they yeah for what they are there mm-hmm. well did we beat this horse to death yeah we'll have to find out if your interlocutors have any yeah we'll any see. more questions no princess bride they like princess bride most 
most people that have a problem with Harry Potter are okay with Princess Bride because there's necromancing and wizardry and spells and everything else oh, in that one too. With that pill that they give them? No, I'm the old man. We didn't even get to talk about wife. the witchcraft of yeah. alchemy. <clears throat> why why Tylenol isn't considered witchcraft? <laughs> Manipulation of the elements? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's on another episode. Another episode. Anything else you want to say? No, I don't think so. How about you over there? No, I'm good. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this (laughs) this episode? (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for listening to... Is it Good Juju, Bad Juju, or Bad Juju, Good Juju? Bad... This is Bad Juju, Good Juju, Part 2. Part (laughs) 2. And it will go down in the history books. Thanks for listening. Keep sending your... Thoughtful questions. We appreciate it. Thanks for the content. We'll see you next week. Proverbs 25.2 It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Thank you for listening to the Stories for Glory podcast, where the glory of God is revealed in the stories of man. If you're interested in what we are doing, subscribe and share. If you'd like to contribute with your questions or recommendations, you can email us at Stories for Glory at protonmail.com.